What a game it was today. It didn't look good early, but in the end, the Aztecs got the W. Tomorrow they're going to be taking on Iowa State. Remember, it's 11 o'clock with the pregame, 11.30 tip-off. And joining us right now from Hawaii, Coach Brian Dutcher. Coach, congratulations on what was the third biggest come-from-behind win in Aztecs history. Thank you and aloha, gentlemen. It felt good, I'm not going to lie. It was... uh... I had the team ready to play at 9.45, but unfortunately the game started at 9.30 this time. <laughs> Dutch, was was it a fatigue factor? Was it a little bit of a, a hangover from you know a, a nice battle with Duke yesterday? What was it that, that led to the slow start? I just think they came out and punched us right in the mouth at the start. You know, they made, they made four or five threes. They got into us, and, and we didn't handle it real well at the start. We tried to play too much one-on-one in bad space, and, and it took us a while to get into the rhythm of the game. And we finally did it with our defense. We started extending our defense, picking up full court. Jeremy, even Jalen McDaniels, who I had guarding one of their perimeter players, picking up 94 feet. And that's after less than a 24-hour turnaround from the last game. So they showed great grit and determination and fought themselves back into the game. Coach, you show your experience. I know this is your second year as head coach, but all those years that you've been coaching basketball, and I say this because last year, you know, before the nine-game winning streak that propelled you guys into the NCAA tournament, I never sensed any panic. I mean, you guys weren't playing great basketball. It seemed like the season might be getting away from you, but you stayed the course, and the next thing you know, you're in the big dance. And I felt that this morning, uh, you know, 32 to 13, Xavier's blowing you out. So you seemed cool out there, but was panic setting in at all? No, I was obviously concerned to give them that kind of spot on that kind of lead at the start. But at that point, they're already frustrated. They already know they're not playing well. So for me to tell them that on top of it wasn't going to serve any good. So I tried to just get them to shorten the segments. Hey, let's try to play ourselves within 10 at halftime, and we exceeded that. We played and caught up and played within three points at halftime and just put a great determined effort in at the defensive end and obviously shot the ball extremely well. Uh, Jalen McDaniels with 26, Devin Watson with 21. uh, And we shared the ball. You know, we quit playing all that one-on-one. You know, I don't mind driving the ball as long as we kick it, but I think we ended up with 17 assists for the game on, I think, 26 baskets. So that's what I want to see. I want to see him attacking but sharing the ball. Coach, the game that Jalen had, did you get a sense that maybe he realized, okay, there might be some other guys on the team that might be having somewhat of an off day. I just need to elevate my play? Yeah, I thought he did. You know, he he started making some threes, and that's the one thing we knew he had added to his game. And he finally was able to step out. And uh, I said the one thing I wanted to take home from this tournament, besides the championship trophy, which we can't get, are the rims at the tournament. They're the softest rims I ever saw in my life. <laughs> you see those <laughs> bounces off the front rim? It was unbelievable. Oh, my God, they hang on the rims forever. If I could steal those rims and bring them home, I would. <laughs> you were, yeah, I, we, were ta- we were laughing down the stretch. Some of those free throws, they'd hit the front of the rim and just sort of sit there and then fall in. Uh, work to your benefit there. Brian Dutcher, Dutch is joining us right now. Aztecs got the big win today. Unbelievable comfort behind win again. The 19-point deficit, the third biggest deficit ever overcome in an Aztec victory. Uh, you know, you've been at this a while, Coach. Uh, you mentioned Jalen hitting all those threes. Have you gotten used to the idea 
that big men are standing out the three-point land, knocking down shots. Obviously, it's going on in the NBA. It's you know the the days of the big men that we all remember, I guess, have, are gone, right? Yeah, it's it's guys that can stretch the floor. That it, it, by stretching the floor, if you can shoot the three, it opens up the game to drive it to the basket because people would rather give up a hard two-point shot than an open three. And so the more shooters you can have out there, the more it opens the floor up for people to attack off the dribble. And so when we shoot the ball well, obviously it opens the floor up and we get into the paint and then we draw a second defender and we move it back out and try to look for those open shots. Coach, a tough contest against Duke. You go down early today, you come screaming back, you get the win. How much do you put this into your pocket so maybe once you guys get into conference play, if the team is down or maybe they're out ahead and then they lose a lead, do you bring this back as proof to them, listen, you can get it done, you've shown me you have, you have the ability? Absolutely. You remember things like this. When you get down, get down uh, during the conference season, you don't hit the panic button. You say, hey, we've been here before. Just stay true to our principles, stay true to who we are, and let's fight our way back into this. You know, so I think it's a lesson learned. We learn about our team. That's why we're playing this November event, put ourselves in hard situations and learn about ourselves. I think we learned a good lesson today. What was up with uh, Matt Mitchell today? Matt got two early fouls, so he sat most of the first half in foul trouble. And then I brought him back in. He played okay the second half. He was three for five from the field. But, uh, you know, I played bigger today. I played uh, uh, Nolan Narain, uh down the stretch in the second half. I played Nathan Mensa a lot of minutes in the first half because I felt we needed that size against their centers today. And so I went bigger, uh, Nathan the first half, Nolan the second half, and I think they all contributed. As far as the rest factor, you know, you're right back at it again tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. your time, 11.30 here in San Diego. Uh, it, it just You just stick with what you do right after the Duke game to, to today as you head into that game tomorrow? Absolutely. Get the kids back and off their feet. Let them you know, put their feet up a little bit. We'll meet as a coaching staff here in an hour. Iowa State obviously just finished their Illinois game, so we'll get back. We'll meet. We'll give them a game plan. Uh, they'll go to dinner. We'll come back and finalize the game plan, and we'll be in bed and having to get up early to get over to the arena and, and, and try to win a second game here. And the minutes are important. I mean, uh, Devin Watson, they have him down for 39 today. Jalen, 36. Jeremy, 34. Uh, Jordan Shackle, 31. And that's on top of a game they played the day before. And so legs are going to be a factor. We're going to have to try to be gritty, use our bench a little bit more to rest them in spurts. But uh, the kids, they, you know, they worked hard for these moments. And I, they won't want to come out, but I'll have to watch their legs carefully tomorrow. Well, they did the same thing during the Mountain West Conference Tournament last year, didn't they, Coach? And they came away <laughs> with a victory there, a little canon karma along the way. We love to uh, take credit where none is deserved. Um, by the way, one other quick co- uh, qu- uh, question for you, Coach. I know, obviously, you weren't watching the game, but we were. Uh, was Bill Walton a distraction at all to you? Because he was really a distraction uh, during the broadcast. And apparently... Um, well, who is uh, who is uh, Maui Jim is definitely the sponsor for the broadcast. Absolutely, you get that feeling. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Coach. Get this: there was 30 seconds to go in the game. 30 seconds to go. You just made a free throw. Xavier inbounds the ball. They start to go up the court. When all of a sudden, ESPN goes to a split screen of Walton <laughs> and the lead play-by-play guy, and then somebody getting a massage or Walton getting a massage on the beach. They actually cut away from live action during the game with 30 seconds to go. It was unreal. 
Bill is nothing but entertaining, to say the least. He <laughs> out here, and I love Bill, and uh, uh, he's there's nobody like him. No. I, I think we would all agree on that. We all agree on that. Uh, congratulations, Coach. Unbelievable win down 32-13. to Come back to win at 79-74. Let's get the game tomorrow, Coach, and then head back to the mainland. Sounds good, guys. We'll talk to you soon. There Thanks, he Dutch. is, Brian Dutcher, coach of the San Diego State basketball team. And, you know, I get back to Dutch's demeanor. And like he said, we're down 32 to 13. Everything Xavier's throwing up is going in. What am I going to do? Yell at the guys? He goes, they already know we're not playing well. He doesn't call timeouts. The only timeouts, they have TV timeouts. Yeah. So, you know, at 12, 8, 4, you're going to have a TV timeout. It actually worked out from late in the game because he had a hard time getting the inbound pass in one time. Had to yeah. force a, a, a timeout. And uh, But, you know, he is a he's a cool customer, Dutch. 